Okay, well, I'm recording uh, now, so okay. say what you want. All right, so uh, got full battery? Yep, full battery. How long? Uh, four minutes, four hours and 15 minutes record right. time. Okay, we won't fill that. So, uh, anyway, we're back, Andy, week well, three. I'm the one who does the introductions. <laughs> I, so, I get it wrong every week. So. I'll get that wrong all the so time. So, welcome back, everyone. Week three of uh, A Squared Circle podcast. I was listening to a... Uh, a wrestling, uh, a wrestling, a podcast seminar. So I'm taking this very seriously, you know. Um, I was listening to a podcast uh, seminar thing, and it said you should be very clear about what your podcast is about in the title. So we may need to add a wrestling in there. So it should be a squared circle wrestling podcast, maybe. Yeah, well, I said that on week one. I said Andy and Andy's wrestling podcast. Yeah, and then it, it changed to a squared, a squared. circle. All right. Podcast. Well, well, when someone so wants to come up with a jingle. Tell you what, we'll come up with a name, and then someone out there will well, come up with a Well, let's say A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast is week number three. Yeah. All right, perfect. But we use the hashtag A Squared Circle Podcast, shall yeah. we? Okay, just for those we'll discuss wanna... that off air, because okay. you don't want to confuse the It's getting audience. awkward already, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so what are we going to talk about today? Have you come with any ideas? <laughs> no. No. You? Well, let's start with asking you, what have you been up to? Uh, what, have you been up to anything exciting this last weekend, life, wrestling? Uh, no, I uh, obviously we had wrestling training on Saturday. Uh, and Sunday as well. But and Sunday, but but yeah, we are ta- we're alternating Sundays off now, aren't we? To uh, please my wife, probably more than yeah. anyone else. And <laughs> as long probably as she's not happy. your wife. Yeah, she's not my even wife. listening, is she? So no, no. But um, just in case she is, just a bit of brownie points putting out there. Love you, darling. Uh, yeah. So Sunday was off. Uh, went to my mum's, and that was probably about as exciting as it got. Sounds super exciting. Yeah. It's really hot in here in this studio that we're. Uh, our studio car. Mm. Yeah. Should we explain to everyone why uh, why we're not in our normal studio? Well, we're not in our normal studio because we forgot the SD card. Sorry, who's we? Well, it's myself. However, without myself, this this whole uh, situation wouldn't be wouldn't be happening anyway, would it? Because where's your recording equipment? Where's your microphone? No. Well, Crusher does so. his on his phone. So, and well, I listen to one with Crusher, Crusher Curtis with our bud Curtis Chapman. And to be fair, it, it was, uh, and when Crusher did mine, we just recorded it on his phone. So you can take your Olympus and we'll use my <laughs> Apple iPhone if you want. If you want maybe, we'll just, me. maybe we'll just separate and we'll have <laughs> a. Start again. Yeah. Well, mine will be called the A Wrestling. Well, you'll be podcast. AQ and I'll be AS. Yeah, we, we compete. Yeah. You try yeah. and get your podcast up on iTunes. See how you <laughs> no, work that one out. We'll never start. You know what trouble I had, technical issues I had today. So. Yeah. Um, but we are on Stitcher now as well, apparently. I worked that out yesterday. So okay, I saw someone ask you about Someone that. asked me about it, and someone asked, and I delivered. Cool. And so we're on Stitcher now as well. So Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean. Um, if anyone knows anywhere else where we should try and get our podcasts up, let us know. I'll look into it. I'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, that's what yes. I enjoy doing, making stuff happen. Sure. Um, and, and actually, while, while we're on that subject, I, I didn't even know you keep me in the loop on some things, not all things. You've just announced Suzuki's coming back. Absolutely. So you yeah. make things happen. I make things happen, yeah. Exciting times. So when's that? Um, that's January 20th, York Hall, Bethnal Green, okay. High Stakes 2018. What's quite interesting about that, I think, is that I remember a time when you'd always avoid January when you're running wrestling shows. Sure. And, and I may come, this may come back to haunt me and I may be saying, oh, I should have done that. But the last couple of years I've run January um, and I've done very well. So. Um, yeah, it's just it's funny how things change, isn't it? Because the philosophy would always be try and avoid December because that's around Christmas. Try and avoid January because obviously people have spent all their money on Christmas. And August. Um, 
and August, August was always yeah. a terrible month. And I always run December, January, and August now. <laughs> right. And they always they always do very well for me. So You're just changing um, the business hand. But I I've always been a believer in. Um, I think that yeah you haven't even asked me about my weekend but whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll get to um, that. But um, I've always been a believer in. Um, not to make excuses for a draw or not to make excuses for why something wasn't successful because I think that if I wanted to find a problem with why why something's not going to work I'd never run any shows ever um, so case in point my Global Wars shows Thursday and Friday I'd be saying you know I want to do Saturday and Sunday or at the very least Friday and Saturday you called me up didn't you The the one of the venues had sort of changed dates on you I yeah believe. so it was originally scheduled to be the Friday and Saturday at York Hall and they they stitched me up a, a good one so um, but we still love them in case we do know we do love them a lot yeah. um, but uh, no there was just a, some confusion about what dates were booked um, and as a result we wound up with the Thursday and Friday set up um which it turned out absolutely fine. Um, and, and many of the shows we do have been on weekdays. I know a lot of people complain about them, um, and I do try and avoid them if possible, but um, I just think that, you know, you can't really make excuses for not running shows um, or them not being successful. You've just got to get on and do them and see what happens and learn from experience. Like I thought our last show we did at Portsmouth Guild Hall would have been a disaster on a Monday night, and it turned out very well, so... Um, you never know, do you? You never you know, know to try. So, uh, what have I been doing this weekend, Andy? Yeah, you tell me. You were, you were at training Saturday. Well, I was, at, I was at training, but the, the exciting thing I've done is we've got tickets on sale for our um, New Orleans show, um, which uh, we're going to try and... If we can get enough people to write in to Andy's wife, he might be allowed to attend. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, we put tickets on sale for New Orleans, which was very exciting. And we... Um, for, for that show, well, the only reason I wanted to bring it up, really, is because we've smashed TNA Impact Wrestling in ticket sales. They're going on directly after us, um, and I just thought that was kind of it. Well, that would probably be one of the reasons why I went. If I do go, oh, it'll go be, to Impact. Go to TNA, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you can get a seat in... Support the little guns, you know. <laughs> I think you'd probably get a seat in any of the front row seat, or anywhere, actually, in the building. Any seat you want, you can pick. Um, but no, in all seriousness, though, I think the reason why... Uh, I wanted to bring that up is because it's it's just crazy to think how how much we've grown as a company to the extent where we can put shows on in America and people want to attend them. So uh, it's and and the fact that you know we are outdrawing TNA, which is a, a company which obviously it's got national well some kind of TV over there. It's got national TV over here, um, and I'd really like to get us to a stage where whereby TV companies, obviously in this country, see us. Um, as, as, as an a, option as an option absolutely yeah without without having to beg them for content and without having for us to produce the content you know I, it has to be the right deal and I've maintained that from day one but that's another story for another day well I don't know but, but that, that might be an interesting topic because I can remember um, obviously going back to the wrestling so so we, we talked earlier in the week actually didn't we about what should we talk about this week and, and again we have come with no ideas but there's always sort of things ticking over in your brain as to what might be an interesting story and to the subject of wrestling on television, I think um, celebrity. For those who might remember celebrity wrestling, um, sorry, we've got we've got a. Uh, it looks like a homeless man. A homeless tramp. A picture of us, one of our fans. Yes. Heard, heard about the new <laughs> recording <laughs> studio and is uh, taking a picture. Trying to get a sneak peek. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like we don't feel, we don't have to talk about it for an hour, but uh, 
the supposed holy grail is only half an hour. Anyway. <laughs> the <laughs> holy grail, Andy. Well, that's what it was well, that's interesting to. because that's also the title of Greg Lambert's book. Oh, what a coincidence! We won't bring that up again. Um, yeah, the the ho- it was referred to as far as I'm aware, anyway, as the holy grail. Um, what what became celebrity wrestling um, and. Uh, to tell that story, I guess, was... Uh, this is all relayed to me, I believe, from Alex Shane. Because um, we did something we called the Celebrity Wrestling Tour, which the headliners of the tour were Dino Brown and Joe Legend, who were the two coaches. So if you watched that show, which you probably didn't, because I think it was me, you, and maybe four other people, I think, watched it on ITV Prime you say Time. that. You say that, but actually, if you go back and look at the ratings, obviously in comparison to, to the day, the, you know, the time we lived in then it, the ratings may not have been as good as as you would have liked but those ratings uh could have smashed a lot of stuff out of the park including the itv world of sports special um, oh, and like okay. if you look at the rating you're gonna have to look at the um you have to get the old wikipedia machine up which uh i can't be bothered to do right this second but if you look at the rating for the week where they decided oh we've had enough of this and we're gonna move it to um saturday morning, saturday morning, saturday morning. And, uh, you know in a death slot um the rating actually wasn't that bad. Um, All right. Okay. So in today's standards, like, yeah. again, I'm not judging on what, what the standards was in those days. But also another point I'd like to add to that as well um, is that I believe the first week's rating was really high. And that's because people tuned in to see wrestling because it had celebrity wrestling in the title. And obviously the yeah. actual final product wasn't. And then it dropped from there on. No. So there's a lot of interesting uh, things as to how this whole thing came about. But to sort of tell... Uh, the listeners who might not even have a clue what we're talking about. In 2004, it was announced that ITV were bringing back wrestling in a capacity. It was called Celebrity Wrestling. Um, I know a few of my friends went for auditions as uh, the head coaches. It was a team of celebrity wrestlers versus another team of celebrity wrestlers. The guys who ended up with the job, for those who did see it, were former WWE superstar. Um, I think you can't really argue with that. Dino Brown. And then the other uh, coach ended up a man who, don't get me wrong, is a great guy, but didn't quite have the career that Dino Brown, Dino Brown had in Joe Legend. So, uh, or just Joe. Or just Joe, as uh, I remember him. And uh, so they announced that they, they, uh, they, they had been commissioned. It had been commissioned because I think it was uh, a guy from Pop Stars. Is it Nigel Lithgow? Yep, that's the one. Nigel yeah, Lithgow. Pop Stars, yeah. Right, so the story is Nigel Lithgow's uh, son or daughter loved WWF wrestling and he saw there was a big market for that um, to uh, can you put that away please I'm sorry <laughs> you can I'm show just... me that in a minute that looks nice right. um, so uh, it's nothing untoward it's a picture on his phone because that's how we <laughs> and put it's still... that away <laughs> yeah. put that away that looks quite nice and, and it's a, a picture <laughs> it's a picture of the Revolution Pro Wrestling Women's Championship belt, oh right lovely so, cool um, you'll yeah. reveal that soon enough um, so Nigel Lithgow's uh, one of his children absolutely loved WWF wrestling and he saw there was a big, uh, a big market for WWF wrestling so they decided to set so much money aside for a project about wrestling which over time which is what then became referred to as the Holy Grail um, over time got turned into what we saw on ITV primetime television as celebrity wrestling. Which was a crap version of Ninja Warrior, right? Ninja Warrior, gladiators. gladiators, like celebrity gladiators. Dilo Brown suggested halfway through production they completely can celebrity wrestling and call it All Star Combat, which I kind of thought would be a way but, better name. But they liked the, the name wrestling. They so liked the name, the name wrestling. wrestling's a draw, or, well, it's got a certain amount of interest to it, and, uh, and that's what drew the people to the first show. Sure, yeah, and. Uh, 
And I actually worked on the show as a, I think our terms were stunt coordinator. So basically it was myself, Johnny Storm, Aviv Mayan, uh, Hayde Vanson, I think were the four of us. We were stunt coordinators. So they, the celebrities, so you had, I'm trying to think who were involved. And have you mentioned Rowdy Roddy Piper yet as well? Because I have not a, mentioned Rowdy Roddy Piper yet. He's a key yet, part no. of this as well. Um, so uh, Kate Lawler, who won Big Brother, Mark Spate, oh, who I think. Love him. Committed suicide oh, did, a couple of years yeah, later. The train yeah. station. That was yeah. pretty tragic. Yeah. He was actually a really nice guy. Out of everyone, he was probably the most friendly too. Um, and then a few other, I think, like Gianni from EastEnders, bits and bits and pieces like that. The uh, worst of Marco brother. Not, was he? not as good as Beppe. No, so. no, I wouldn't remember. Uh, so anyway, they watched us play the games and we, we were there for about two, every day for about two weeks or like five, six hours a day uh, practicing these games and we couldn't we couldn't grasp why it was called wrestling and we were just the you know we were just the job boys for lack of a better better term so uh, and yes men as well because i guess in your position you weren't really in a in a place where you could say no no i don't I, yeah it's like well do you want to do this or not because like we've said to you uh, the week the week previous if you don't want to do it mate someone else will yeah. so okay well i'll take the payday uh, i'll take the experience We're involved in this big production um, but I did go and view one of the uh, one of the tapings. As oh, I, I went to one as well, and and I knew it was in trouble then for the fact there's about four people in the audience. Oh, I went to one of the early ones, so there was a lot of people. Oh, there. was that okay? Yeah, I but to... I left before the end, and and this was a day when I used to sit through some of the worst British wrestling shows you've ever seen, mm. and uh, used to referee on some of them as well. Oh, Chris Sprouls and Cage Tyler—that's probably a conversation we can have one yeah, day. Yeah, maybe we can put a um, link up to the video. Yeah, to a video, did. and then we could do. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. We'll, we'll remind us next week. To talk <laughs> so uh, so in my mind I thought cool if they can't draw an audience to the live house for free which is free which and is you free. get like foam fingers and stuff yeah it was it was it was supposed to you know it's just supposed to be uh, what's the what's the word it was um, wrestling in a I don't want to say apartment <laughs> not apartment wrestling <laughs> a studio 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 wrestling so I thought cool this might be in trouble um, and then the story goes I can't remember if the timeline is exact. But the first episode did great ratings. The second week... Because so, of the name wrestling, I'd like to... But the second week went up against something with, which was returning to our screens after 15 years. Can you remember what it was? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. And that was it. Bang, straight. It was dead from then yeah, on. I'm going to, like, just keep talking. I'm going to try and find the actual number uh, that Celebrity Wrestling drew when it when it when they decided that they hated it. So. Yeah. Well, we were... I believe we were... We did a so, so uh, there's a really good wrestler out there uh, called well he's, he never ma- made a big name for himself outside the British circuit. But honestly, great guy, great wrestler. His name's Stevie Knight, and he wanted to capitalise off of uh, celebrity wrestling because he was under the impression and the hope that it was going to be a big nationwide success. Which I think everyone thought it was going to be based upon the fact it was just an ITV show in prime time and it wasn't right. a one-off special. It was a full series, and his mindset was obviously the people involved will be exposed to millions of people every single week and then he'd have a tour coming off the end of it in a similar way that you have the X Factor tour featuring the last few Probably yeah, but that would have been that would have been pre the X Factor tour, I think. I mean, I think X Factor had been on. So, are you saying him. that Simon Cowell probably owes Stevie Knight some uh, he could some probably money refund for that great him. idea? He could refund him <laughs> the, the money Stevie lost on it. I know it was a big, big money loser for him. That's the man who, uh, if anyone caught him maybe 10 years or so ago, Stevie Knight went on deal or no deal to try and recoup some of the money. Um, so, I don't think you'll mind me telling that story because I'm pretty sure he's told it publicly numerous, numerous times. So, uh, and the tour <clears throat> was uh, somewhat of a disaster as well. We had good houses, bad houses, lasted 10 days. We did 10 shows in 10 days. I think three of them were what you'd call, um, you know, attendant successes. 
So, uh, have you got that? Okay, that so invite? yeah, so ITV ditched it, um, the Saturday night show, after it posted uh, a 2.6 million rating. Okay. So, obviously, you know, it's not really a terrible number, is it? You know, so... Um, well, not to knock it, but it's it double what, over double what, what the ITV show did at the new year. And, uh, yeah, it debuted with 3.8 million okay. viewers. So dropped uh, dropped from there. So. Right. Yeah. I wonder whether. I mean, I don't. I don't know what that compares to X Factor. X Factor nowadays. Obviously, we're in a different climate with people with Sky Plus and um, you know all those other sort of forms and mediums to. Like, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube now. I oh, sorry, not YouTube, Facebook. So you know, instead of ro- watching X Factor, someone will share the best auditions, and I might watch that. So. Uh, It'd be interesting well, to know what X Factor is doing. Four point three million at the moment. Okay. Which is looked at as a disaster for X Factor, but still, two point six million. That's nearly three million viewers. If you're rounding up, mm. it's not. A, you know, and you always not, round up. Yeah. You learn that at school. <laughs> you always round up. Yeah. So when we have a house of three hundred. We always say, oh, about four hundred. No, so mm. it's oh, yeah, over three, half. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, you've got to be yeah. three hundred and fifty-one mm-hmm. or three hundred and fifty on the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any more for, any more on celebrity wrestling? Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of footage out there because I haven't really looked it up. But those of you who might be interested in this show, just go check it out on YouTube. Uh, if there is anything, there's bound to be something about it on YouTube. There was um, a manner of celebrities, but uh, have yeah. you got any stories at all from when you were when you were testing the games? Any encounters with Rowdy Roddy Piper? Oh, I met Rowdy any... Roddy Piper. That was pretty cool. And he rubbed my neck when we had a photo taken together. And was that nice? Yeah, was it, yeah. Was it a, uh, Actually, well, I don't know if you can say stuff like that now, can you? Like, well, no, I don't think he was trying to come yeah. on to me or anything. I'm really <laughs> don't, don't, not making any allegations at all. Um, but uh, so Rowdy Roddy Piper, being a 90s WWF kid like myself, Rowdy Roddy Piper was, you know, second or third to Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage in terms of, you know, fandom. And uh, to, to get to work with him, meet him, um, when I say work with him, like we worked on the same show. And uh, we got a, got a photo together on the last day, which I think I might share it on Twitter. I'll see if I can dig it out and share it again. Well, that'd be a good way to, to get some publicity for this episode, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, post that picture. Yeah. And... But if you see the photo, you can see him clearly rubbing my neck in a still photograph. It's, <laughs> so it you're was... not lying. No, yeah. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. But um, yeah, he was one of those when he died. Um, it was uh, it was one of those, oh God, like all your heroes are, are dropping off, aren't they? So um he was one of the ones to re- really hit home, actually, um, amongst all the others, obviously. So, I think that was about it in terms of celebrity wrestling. Yeah, but you asked about the games, if anything interesting happened in all the games. I can't even, I can barely remember any of the games, except for the fact that I wasn't very good at them. And I, uh, that, so, so here's a mildly funny story. Um, so, there's a big platform. If you watch the videos, you'll see it. There's a big platform. So, uh, let me try and describe this off the top of my head the best I can. There was a big inflatable square that you were stood either side of the platform and you had to run into it at the, with your opponent so you're hitting it from opposite sides and you had to push the platform to push the other person off the edge does that make sense? It does, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you're on a high platform about 10 foot high and you fall into a foam pit um, and I played Hade Vanson and he was just annihilating me. Hade Vanson got about 8 inches on me, he's a tall lad and, uh, and I had to say to him, I said, if you want to lift home tonight Hade <laughs> you've got to let me win you've got to let me win one and uh, and to, to his credit he let me win one because uh, yeah I remember um, him and Kate Lawler getting on quite well so um, yeah I kind of thought well 
if I want to be Kate Lawler's friend as well, maybe I should win. <laughs> <laughs> so I threatened to not give him a lift home. In jest, obviously, but... Um, but you meant it. Well, yeah, probably. Down. Probably deep down, yeah. Yeah, but no, overall, good experience. Um, it was 12, 12 years ago now, which is mad to think how fast uh, time is going in general. But that, in particular, 12 years, uh, we did that. So um, Can we had more, divulge more how much you got paid for that? Um, Do you remember? I think we got... I think... Hmm, we were, so we were handed, I believe, £100 a day. I won't say any more, but I didn't keep £100 of that a day. <laughs> Again, it was like, if you don't want to do it, someone else will. So I travelled up with my friend Aviv Mayan, uh, who's not listening, but a shout out to my friend Aviv. He might be, you know, with a tear streaming yeah. down his cheek. Memories, we had good, good, uh, good, lot of good times with Aviv. But that was one of them, actually. That was a great, great experience. We uh, got a picture taken outside the Big Brother house as well while we were there. So we really took advantage of the, all the celebs milling around. And they always say the art of being a good businessman is being a great middleman, don't they? Yes. So, there you go. There you are. Cool. Celebrity wrestling. Yeah, check it out. Look it up on YouTube. And let us know if you get to sit through a whole episode again. I don't know what, what how much is out there, but if you watch it, tweet at me and Andy and just let us know, would you have watched this had you been aware of and it? And the answer's no. Yeah, but you can't put that <laughs> into their mouths or their thoughts because you go, oh yeah, well, Andy called some rubbish. Well, no. I just think that okay. I think you could you could argue that, but you I think you can say like if it didn't have the wrestling name, if you weren't expecting to see a wrestling show, mm. you know you might watch it. Sure. And yes. it, and I think that it was set up as a the fact that it was set up as in such a prime time slot as well when perhaps it should have been a Saturday afternoon. You know, a bit early, just a bit before prime time. Like it, it should have been a lead in to prime time. You know that it all stopped of, at four o'clock. Celebrity wrestling. Like the old school British yeah, wrestling. Well, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. I carried, uh, carried that story quite nicely because that was a uh, you know, good good fun time. Um, so, where do we go from here, Andy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't why, don't, why don't we talk about... <laughs> That's what ITV were asking. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we talk about... Uh, so, you've, you've got a picture there of the RevPro Women's Championship belt. Why don't we... Uh, despite this not being an official RevPro podcast, why don't we uh, touch on that somewhat? What I, you know, what, what's the plans? Um, girls you've announced so far, what you know about them? Um, well, it's pretty self-explanatory, really. We're, we're, we're introducing the women's championship. I don't, what's it, it's kind of, it's, I guess it's a kind of an interesting topic point, women's wrestling in general. Um, and, like, I have actually watched some Total Divas this week. And as anyone knows, like, anyone who knows me knows, like, I'm, a, I'm big into my reality TV. Um, don't worry, we will get back to the, the Rev Pro Women's division, but I just want to kind of digress a little bit. Um, so I'm a huge fan of reality TV, so I love all that stuff. I love, like, the Kardashians. I don't, I don't really watch the Kardashians, but when it's, it. when it's on... No, when it's on, I'll, uh, I'll watch it. Um, but, you know, I love... I used to you love, love the, Towie, don't you? Well, I used to. I don't anymore, because it's, it's kind of moved towards... Um, it's just about relationships now. It used to have a little bit of an entrepreneurial kick to it in the sense of, like, you used to have, like, the Essex lads used to arrange events. These are, like, Essex Fashion Week or, like, a celebrity boxing match or, you know, they, they'd organise events and you'd see the event. And obviously there'd be relationships and conflict and drama and that'd be great. Um, but now it's solely about who's sleeping with who, who fancies who, who's cheating on who. I'm not so into that. Um, but Total Divas... As a reality show, it's it's absolutely wonderful. But also, 
in its presentation of women's wrestling, I also think it's it's great. You know the way that um, so the episode I watch is it's this the new series, um, and they were talking about the money in the bank and how important it is for them to be in the first money in the bank and how they're making history, um, and they take it. And I know a lot of it's for the cameras, but just the fact that they take it so seriously and the way they talk about it, and also the way Total Divas edits the matches together to make them look like. You know, these epic, even if it's like a TV match on Raw or like, I'm trying to think of the, like, like all I'm trying to, all I've got in my tip of my tongue is like heat and velocity, <laughs> but like whatever the equivalent main event, main event or whatever yeah. the equivalent is, um, you know, they edit the matches up to make it look like Rock and Austin at WrestleMania, you know, and really make a big deal out of it. Um, and, uh, and, and, it's, and so the mindset in, in women's wrestling has changed a lot over the last few years, I believe. Um, and obviously, with Revolution Pro Wrestling, we've and with IPW before that, which which I was running at the time, um, we've always we've never really had a women's division. Um, and there's always been a criticism of my shows. People saying, "Well, you don't have women's wrestling on the shows." And my argument back at that, and I'll probably be up for some criticism for even <laughs> mentioning this, but you know. It's our podcast. I'll say what I want, and, I, and and again, I stress it's an opinion. It's not fact. I don't I don't tout my opinions as fact. Um, but the reason why a lot of the time we didn't have women's wrestling on the shows is because I said, okay, if we if we put a women's match on the show, it's taking the place of a guys' match. Now I view legitimately view men and women as equals. Okay, so going along that logic, if a women's match is going to replace a match of a, a guys' match on a show, then the women need to have as good a match as the guys' match on that show. So therefore, it can't be that was a good match for a women's match. It needs the, the wording needs to be that was a good match. Full stop. No, nothing at the end of it. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's why it's, it's, it's taken a long while to to kind of introduce women's wrestling to Revolution Pro Wrestling. Now, um, over, obviously, over the past few years, and with the women's revolution in WWE, with all the, the great girls matches they've been having, um, with all of that stuff. Um, and even stuff, I, I'm sure, like stuff like Glow is going to encourage a whole new wave of girls to get involved with the training schools and learn how to wrestle. Um, because again, and I don't want to be going from subject to subject, but um, the reason why wrestling, I believe, is having such a, a glory age at the moment is because of the work of the guys like your Martin Stones, Rockstar Spuds, uh, Marty Skulls, Zack Sabre Juniors, etc., etc., who got involved in wrestling training during the Attitude Era. Um, and obviously they've stuck to it and then you've had new people come in but like whereas when those guys came in there wasn't a lot of great wrestlers around but now the new wrestlers are coming in and they're getting to work with those with the wrestlers who are already great and everyone's up in their game as a consequence um, and I believe that um, as a result of this you know all the attention on women's wrestling um, we're going to get loads more great female wrestlers just purely from a numbers perspective because you're going to have more women fighting for that position and that creates competition um and anyway over the last few years women's wrestling scene has flourished in the united kingdom um, and around the world and we've been slowly introducing women's wrestling to our shows um and i've also been a big believer of the fact of what i didn't want to have was a women's champion with um with no challenges um and a lot of our shows have been, or our women's matches, have been built around a wrestler called Ginny, um, who's been on an undefeated streak in Revolution Pro Wrestling, um, who, for me, the reason why I wanted to use her on my shows in the first place is she's such a compelling character, and I believe that has a very big part in 
in enjoyment of shows, enjoyment of overall shows. Um, and we've been telling the story of her being on this big winning streak. Um, and every girl she wrestles, it's almost been, for me, it's almost been like an audition <laughs> to see how good the girls are in person. Because it's all good when well I'm good watching videotape, but it's an entirely different kettle of fish when you put them in front of a live audience. Um, and, um, and we've told this great story, and now it's time to have a championship. Um, and we've got a tournament cut coming on January 6th and 7th where we're going to crown the first women's champion. Um, so it, it should be really good. Um, I think that's, uh, that's answered the question, hasn't it? Yeah, fairly well. Yeah, because uh, what you say with Ginny, with her opponents, it's so I get them. You must get 10 times more than me when I get emails from, from other wrestlers saying, can you watch this match? Can you watch that match? And I don't really have time and, dare I say, the patience to sit and watch a 15-minute wrestling match uh, to then email you know, my opinions on it. If I'm there live and someone asks me, I'll happily watch it where I can. Um, and But on the other side, if someone sends me a three-minute or sends you a three-minute highlight video, oh, what do you think of this? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you're doing all your best moves. It's just not a fair representation, is it? Yeah. So uh, you've taken quite a gamble because um, you have had... I, I will say this confidently, that Ginny... Uh, it's essentially been built around Ginny, but there's a reason why. Ginny, Ginny has been a, has come across as a star, and you have had... You've not had any disasters, but you've had a couple of near misses, I think, of people who you've been sold as, no, this is, she's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and obviously, that you know, the, as I say, you had near misses as opposed to complete disasters. But. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and I do think it's, it's all very much a, a learning experience for everyone involved. Um, but my big thing is I really want to present it properly. I really want to present women's wrestling properly. And I, I don't want people to see it as... Um, you know, eye candy or even downtime between, you know, the until the, the main event comes on or whatever have you. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's quite, it, 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 it's kind of exciting as well because it adds a bit more depth to your shows and it gives you something a little bit different on the shows as well. So, um, it's, it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be two good days of wrestling and, and I hope that they're going to be great days of wrestling. And I think that, um, you know, once we've got the championship in place, um, you know, there's a, there's a number of stories we can tell, but then again, from there, the next extension is not just having one women's match per show. Um, it'll be to treat it like a division, and anyone who moans and complains, because that's like, like the new thing, isn't it? You know, like nothing's good enough for some people. Like I saw someone um, say, so obviously Ginny's got her first match at York Hall, so someone would be like, oh, finally, women's wrestling at York Hall, like you know, the first the first women's match in the Rev Pro show at York Hall, like finally, that's great dot 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 pity it took so long you know that's the new mentality you can't yeah. you can't win whatever you, whatever you do it's wrong you know um and um because and it's all and, and what these people who who write things like that and I don't, i'm not going to go on a tirade about it but that's their opinion and and you're well within your rights to have your opinion that they weren't ready to go to to, to put them to that audience so it's always sly digs are just unnecessary, aren't they? Absolutely, and and, just... and like you say, it's just it's all opinions, you know. But the thing is, you you can't. I've, I've said it before. Like you can't argue opinion with people who who have already made up their own minds. So you know, I have an opinion on something, and we can have a discussion. If you disagree with something that I that I'm strongly for, we can have a discussion. And if your opinion is is strong enough 
that it's you know I'm not I'm open to be swayed you know you can convince me one way or the other I'm not going to close my mind to anything and I feel like if you close your mind to stuff you know it's it's very very hard to to progress and move forward and I think that having a closed-minded attitude anyway makes it very hard to like professional wrestling because at the end of the day what is pro wrestling you know you have to have an open mind to it yeah no totally yeah because through through the wrestlers you've introduced me to that I've seen live from from all the New Japan stars to all the indie guys who I'm not overly familiar with, I didn't sit there and be like, well, they they were never in WWE, so they're going to be rubbish, you yeah, know. You just, like, you just say that to me beforehand, don't you? And then <laughs> afterwards you're like, oh, he was brilliant. <laughs> Who's that? Never heard of him. <laughs> never. That's why I always do that all the time on the on the uh, the the for lack of a better term, the old school circuit. Never heard of him. Who's that? Never heard of him. Well. It'll be a big day, big name one day, you know that kind of thing. So yeah, uh, then, I'm not, I'm not quite when, that then, next. Then, then that's when they're all like, they're, they're all like, oh, I worked with him. Yeah, I worked sure. With him. Sure. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, women's wrestling tournament. I'm sure, it's going to be good. Um, my if 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 any of the women wrestlers who are listening to this, my advice would be don't be overly ambitious. And by that, I mean I say this to all of our trainees: don't do stuff you can't do. Okay, because we see that a lot. We see that at the school. We see that on shows. Guys trying to do, um, you know, intricate stuff, which, you know, and, and this isn't just directed at the girls. Um, everyone who might not be physically strong enough to do something, they try it, and then the next thing you know, they're falling in a heap. How many times have we seen that? So so my so my suggestion, if you want this uh, women's wrestling um, division to, to flourish in RevPro, do what you do. Don't be too ambitious. Don't do stuff you can't do. Is that fair? That I guess that's fair. But it sounds it's it's a hundred percent fair. But it sounds like you're saying, uh, you know, don't shoot for the moon, guys. <laughs> but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like we say to guys at the training school all the time, right? If you've got a move that you like doing and you hit it right ninety nine times out of a hundred, that's not good enough. You need to be able to hit it right a hundred times out of a hundred. So you know, if you've if you've done something in the training school and you've got it right 50% of the time don't take that chance not good enough. On, a, on a show because I think wrestling professional wrestling is all about suspension of disbelief and the second that something goes wrong boom you're snapped out of it well to, to to uh, to use a good example and I think the best example we can think of and I, I'm not I, I want everyone to do brilliantly honestly I do especially that tournament for that reason that we want the, the division to flourish but if you remember, for anyone who will remember, the first ever time Ring of Honor came to England in 2003, everyone was trying to do all their best stuff, and one wrestler in particular had the biggest botchamania moment in history. Do you remember? Are we talking about the Frontiers of Honor show? Yeah. And we're talking about New Breed Ash. New Breed Ash, who went yeah, for a springboard the... and stacked it. So it'd be the equivalent to the Coast to Coast or Van... T- but like it was the, just with Van a springboard. Damme, no, was, so yes. the, the, Van Damme, the Van Terminator, he called it, didn't he? Right. Um, yeah, and he he went for that, slipped off the ropes, and, and that was his that was his moment, wasn't it? You know, that he's going to constantly look back on and be like, oh. And I've never seen, after that match, I've never seen a more broken man. Because he put it all on the line with that particular move, and he crashed and burned badly, unfortunately. So, um, anyway, girls, good luck. <laughs> I'll see you all in January. Um, yeah. So we, we do, I mean, we talk, we, we've jumped from topic to topic today. I don't know if people want us to do that. Want us to hold a topic, or you know, um, or just want us to tell some stories because there's. 
well, I felt like I really enjoyed telling my Tracy Smothers story last week, and I'm sure there's some stories that we could tell. Um, Lots of stories I can tell about my friend Aviv Mayan. <laughs> um, so, and Aviv Mayan is actually an interesting one. I'm not obviously we're done, but like um, <laughs> Aviv, what I will say, Aviv Mayan is one of the only wrestlers who, when he cared less, became a better professional wrestler. Aviv so, Mayan probably could have easily fit into like a like now. If if Aviv Mayan is 22 years old now. I'd be under no illusions he'd be like on a WWE contract, whether it be the UK, oh, absolutely. 205, like, Yeah, he, w- he was a, probably the best natural talent that I've ever seen. Um, and then obviously he, he then started, he was skinny, and then he put on some size, but he didn't lose anything for putting on the size. Um, and uh, yeah, he was one of the most naturally gifted wrestlers. Um, he's one of those, he could be a, like a little, you know, a little section in your book, I, I nearly made it. Yeah, you know, he could get be, a whole chapter probably. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll tell the story how we all fell out and how we ran into each other once when I was steaming drunk. <laughs> and I hadn't seen cried. him in years. And I cried. You cried like a baby. I cried because I was drunk, not really because I was emotional. But um, yeah, and Aviv, A-V-I-V-M-A-A-Y-A-N, Aviv Mayan. Look him up on YouTube. You'll, be, uh, you'll, you'll wonder why the lad's still not involved. Okay, so yeah, yeah I guess we should uh, wrap things up. Okay. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please, if anyone is listening who can make us a jingle or knows someone who can make us a jingle for the start, that'd be good. Because yeah. we otherwise we're going to be begging at the start of every every week. If anyone's got any suggestions, and do you know what? I have made one fatal flaw because I did actually put a tweet out asking for suggestions. I forgot to go through those suggestions of what we could. Oh, talk did you about. not? Right. Okay. So um, well, thanks anyway, guys. No, but we can store those in the bank, can't we? So sure. so next week we can. Uh, we've already got a, a bit of a head start on stuff we can talk about. Um, so again thanks for listening everyone um, and we shall speak to you again can we can we can we can we we, uh, throw our Twitter handles in every week I kind of feel it is essential let's add our Twitter handles Um, at Boy Simmons B-O-Y-S-I-M-M-O-N-Z okay okay mine's at are you going to do yours yeah I'm trying at A Quilden A-Q-U-I-L D-A-N. Now, I don't tweet often, but when I do tweet, it's good. So definitely bear with me on that. It's money. Cool. All right, then. Thanks very much, guys. We'll talk to you again next week. um, And Send suggestions, send reviews. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Sit up, iTunes, (laughs) Podbean, whatever else. And if there's anywhere we need to have it, put the podcast. Let us know, because we're still new to this game. But we're, we're very much in it for the long haul. All right, so thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you again next week.